0: The StarSport podcast is brought to you by Access Credit Union. Access Credit Union, funding dreams for over 50 years. Close your eyes and pull
1: And a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99.
2: Christy Cooney hands over the Sam Maguire Cup to Graham County, Cork All Ireland
0: champions for the seventh time ever. Hello and welcome to the Star Sport podcast. My name is Dylan Mangan of the Southern Star and I'm joined this week by Star Sport reporter Matthew Hurdy. Star editor Kieran has had the audacity to go away on holidays this week, so he's left the dream team here in charge to pick up the slack. And Matthew's here to chat about this weekend's upcoming club football action as various championships start to take shape. Later on, we'll be hearing from Carberry boss Tim Buckley, who is looking forward to defending the Ty Crowley Cup this season. The West Cork Divisional side take on Hallow on Thursday the 24th at 7.30pm in Parky Ring in the college slash divisional section semi-final. And Matthew has been chatting to Buckley ahead of that game as well. But before we get into things i'd just like to give our listeners a gentle reminder to please rate review and subscribe to the podcast on apple podcasts spotify and youtube the star sport podcast is brought to you in association with our friends at access credit union access credit union where your bank really does matter choose credit union choose local choose community now matthew Let's look ahead to this weekend's club football action. And I think there's probably only one place we can really start, and that's the big derby this weekend between Clonakilty and Carberry Rangers. It's taking place on Sunday at 3 pm in Enniskeen, and it is a mouthwatering tie.
1: It is definitely Dylan, and uh, very well set up there. Like it's a 10 minute drive between Ross Carberry and Clonacilty. They, they can't really get any closer. Uh, to be to be honest, I don't think there's even a club um there, a significant club in the middle of the two clubs, which is absolutely amazing for two premier and senior clubs. And they're ending up with the same group, and both teams actually got off to a very good start of the match. They won. Um Range, obviously drawing against Castle and a valuable point in Clana that time, 11 points each. And Clana having a comprehensive win over Valley Rovers, 20 points to 1-9. So you feel whoever wins this game will have the upper hand and maybe going through to the knockout stage. you feel like if Conakilty win, they'll be on four points. They'll be almost certainly true after that. When you look at Ross, if they win, they'll be on three points. Conakilty on two. We talk about Castlehaven probably later on as well. They're being Valley Rovers. If You you would think they would win that game. So this game was always going to be the game to probably decide who finished second in the group. No disrespect to Valley Rovers or whatnot, but... This is a huge game for both sides. Clannock Hintzee obviously reached the county final in 2021, not reaching knockout stages last season. So it's vital for one Ryan side to reach the knockout stages this time. And when you look at Ross Carberry, had a very good season last season, progressive season. Obviously came close to beating Neville Rangers in the quarter final last year. Came close to beating Castle Ava this time. So to do it against big sides is one thing, but to do it against your rivals is another thing. And Carberry Rangers and Seamus Hayes will definitely be up for this game. You would say, Clonacilty probably have the upper hand in terms of personnel and players on the team and youth on their side. But Carberry Rangers, they gave it their all against Castlehaven. I'm sure they'll give it their all in this game. And uh, one thing as well, I'm actually surprised this isn't shown in Rebels online, which is a real shame. It's shown in, it's, the game is on in a scheme. Probably, the reason probably why it's not being shown is because the game is on in Parky parking ring. And of course, Kier tweeted in the last few weeks probably his disgust at this game not being uh, shown live. And probably everybody at West Cork would feel the same because this is a huge game and it's just a shame it's not showing light. But anybody that is in and around in the scheme, I definitely recommend you go down to the Badly in the scheme region and uh, watch the game.
0: Yeah, the fact it isn't, it isn't being streamed is is a real shame because it is set up to be a kind of titanic clash between the, the two. Like you mentioned there, both sides would want to win, obviously. But given uh Calgary Rangers draw in the first game, would they be potentially happy with a draw again here, considering the fact they'd be going in then against Value Rovers in the final game? Which, no disrespect again to them, but you would expect them potentially to win that game.
1: You would definitely think so and uh, Ross would definitely be in a good position if they went on and won the game or drew the game rather against Clannock uh, Hilty like Valley Rovers aren't up to their strongest this season but at the same time it is championship football you can't take a uh, team like the, I know Valley Rovers haven't done well over the last few seasons but Ross have to be very very careful if they even draw this game like Valley Rovers could put up a brilliant performance and match they and beat them so I think Seamus Hayes would be just thinking one game at a time. I know it's a cliche. A load of managers would say that when talking, when interviewers are talking to them. But it definitely is for Ross Carberry, one game at a time. They'll focus on this game now. They won't focus on uh, the match they three at all. Like, to be kind of guilty even. Like, I know it would be a good position if they drew the game. But to win it against your nearest rivals, your nearest possible rivals, would be huge it will be a huge step in the right direction for Seamus Hayes, who is in his first year as a Carver Rangers boss. So, look, it'd be a big win if um, he gets it, but Clannochilty, I'm sure, would be more hungry to get the win as well. But I would get your point, yeah. I think Clannochilty would probably be more desperate to win the game and you wouldn't be surprised if Ross Carver actually parked the bus a small bit. They did it a small bit against Castle Haven. They did it against Neymar Rangers last season. You wouldn't be surprised if they pulled off the same trick against um, Clannochilty at the weekend. But Clan Kilty, they're very good attacking players now. Darryl Goff is a good young player. You look at um, Sean McAvoy, Sean White. They're good attacking players. And Clan will definitely go after Carberry Rangers in a good way. But it will be a titanic battle. But I won't be surprised if Ross Carberry kind of sitting, sit back and maybe um, invite a bit of pressure. Maybe hit Clan Kilty on the counter-attack.
0: And you mentioned a couple of Clans attacking players there, but who do you see making the difference for each side in this game? Who will be the most influential players on the pitch?
1: In terms of attacking-wise, I actually think Dara Goff is a very good player for Clannock He wasn't on the panel in the last few years, obviously, the guys. Was minor under seventeen last season. He's eighteen this year. He's a very very good player. He played centre forward against Valley Rovers. I think he scored four points from play that game. He might have been three, but still three or four. That's a brilliant tally to have for such a young player for Carby Rangers. I think the obvious one you have to look at is Darius. Four points from against Castle and three from play. He's definitely in the live wire up front for a Carby Ranger, and he will be the the prime target for him um, for Hilty, the Mark. Like he's an excellent player. But let's not forget Clankillty probably has the best defensive lines in the county in general. You look at Thomas Clancy, he's a good defender. Liam O'Donovan's back in. Like uh, Sean White plays in defense a small bit. But again, like Mark White, we talked about him on the podcast over the last few weeks. I like, wouldn't be surprised if he went up the pitch and scored a few from play. He has that much of an influence. But I think, again, it's a cliche, but I think midfield is going to be the huge battle. Like Carberry Rangers have James Fitzpatrick there, experienced warrior. John O'Rourke could be in around the same area. When you look at Clonacilce, I think Joe Grimes might be in around that area. Sean White as well. So whoever wins that area of the pitch, I think has a major hold in this game. But Clonacilce, I think they're de- depending in attack-wise, I think on the youth, youthful players, the likes of Zaragoff, the likes of Conor Daly, whereas Russ Carberry have more experienced players on their side. The likes of John Hayes to come on. John O'Rourke was playing inter football for Cork. So it will be interesting to see... Um, Contrasting styles in many ways. Who would win out, the attacking new side or the attacking older side?
0: And uh, we can't forget as well the other game taking place in that group. It's Castlehaven against Valley Rovers. They would have been disappointed with the opening round draw against Ross, but they have a big chance now to get the first win of the championship under their belt. Their game against Valley Rovers is on this Saturday at 5 pm in Clan of kilty And just before we talk about that game, Will the fact that it's on before the Clan Ross game? Do you think that might have an effect on the Clan Ross game? Like, let's say, if if Castlehaven come out and uh, blow Valley or Valley Rovers sorry away, would that affect the kind of mindset of either team going into the the game on Sunday?
1: It possibly would, and that's is a very good point. In fairness, like it, it's kind of a shame that they aren't played on the same day, not even like. like we all want them to be played at the same time in general, but to not be playing the same day, it's kind of strange in general. But um, you would expect Castle Abel to win this game. I know suspect, again, to Valley Rovers, but I just think Castle will be would will be strong enough to beat them. But it will have a huge effect, especially on, I'd say, Ross Carberry, because they'll be on one point. kids, will be on two. There'll be actually huge pressure for Ross Carberry to win that game um, or maybe even Clonacilty, because Clonacilty have Castlehaven in the last game. So like it's going to be a big, big uh, battle, whatever happens on Sunday. and uh, I think th- at the same time, though, I think they'll both kind of expect that Castlehaven will be too strong for Valley Rovers. And they will prepare themselves for Sunday in that particular light. But we talk about Castle a- or Carby Rangers and Clonacilty, you know, being in trouble of being knocked out. What about Castlehaven? you look at the Rangers in the last um, few years I think in 2021 they were the group I think with Douglas and Valley Rovers themselves they got knocked out finished third place because they lost to Douglas in the last game the pressure got to them I wonder could the pressure get to Castle Avon in the last game against kind of Kilty I know I'm thinking way ahead of myself now but it's going to be very exciting what happens in the next few weeks and just on an a side note for Castle Avon's point of view Brian Hardy looks like he'll be out for this game too while hearing in the street. so like, if he's out, Valley Rovers might have a chance of uh, putting something up. But, like, Michael Hurley needs to step up in this game. Jack Callan's back from injury. You've Connor Callan there. You've Damien Cassidy Castellaven should have too much for Valley Rovers on Saturday. But um, whatever happens between Castellaven and Valley Rovers, I, um, I think Conor Ross will be just focused on themselves going to Sunday.
0: And with Brian Hurley missing again, um, you mentioned there that he kind of give a bit of a a lifeline to to Valley Rovers. I hope there aren't any Valley Rovers fans listening by the way because we're we're slating them throughout the podcast. So I want to give them their fair dues as well because like as difficult as it, as it can be um against Castlehaven, we saw um Ross put up a great performance against them in the last round and there is the potential there for Valley Rovers to come out and surprise everyone and nick a draw or even a win against Castlehaven this weekend. It's not outside the complete realms of possibility. And like you say there, if Castlehaven are sitting around this week thinking the same way we are and they're getting complacent, then that could spell trouble for them as well.
1: And the team was actually funnily enough they were complacent in the first game a small bit against Carrie Rangers. So it could bite them bite them on the backside pretty quickly if um they are complacent. And when you look at Valley Rovers, like that game was streamed live on a uh, 9 between Carberry Rangers and Castle Haven. I wonder, will Valley Rovers look at that game in detail and see what Ras Carberry did? And we could do it in our game against uh, Castle Castlehaven in the second round game. And it could surprise Castle Haven. Like if Brian Hurley's missing, they lacked at attacking Oglet against the uh, Carberry Rangers. You just wonder if they are missing Brian Hurley again, if Warden Street is correct. Valley Rovers will fancy themselves. I know Valley Rovers don't have probably as much threats as Castlehaven. Fear Lynch is probably the biggest threat, and he was an All-Order champion in 2010, so that's a long time ago. He's probably Valley Rovers' best player and probably their, their talisman in many ways. But what Valley Rovers don't lack, a, a lot like other club teams in the Carpenter Senior Football Championship, is heart. And they'll show a lot of heart going to the Castlehaven game. Like it is kind of a West Cork derby in its own right. Like Valley Rovers, it's still it's still near enough to the likes of abandon uh, and Chalic Hilty and all them towns. So Valley Rovers is still kind of winning West Cork as well. So they'll be wanting to get one over in Castle Haven. It's kind of a rivalry there. So like it will be big and let's not forget as well, 2021 Valley Rovers beat Ebo Rangers. So they aren't, they aren't, um, they aren't, you know, new to a shock whatsoever. And Nemo Rangers arguably have done better than Castellave over the last few seasons. So I think Valley Warriors will be thinking, this is a huge chance to provide a shock against Castellave. And that, that's if, as you described there, if Castellave get complacent as the first game against Ross.
0: Yeah, when the groups were originally drawn at the start of the championship, we thought that this group would be interesting, but it's proven to be so only time will tell, I guess, as to the results of those games. Just a reminder there, it's Castlehaven against Valley Rovers this Saturday at 5pm in Clonakilty. while Clonakilty themselves are in Enniskine against Carberry Rangers on Sunday at 3pm. Both great games to look forward to, and hopefully they'll both have great crowds there as well. And Matthew, there's also plenty of other games taking place across the weekend and you've picked out a couple of highlights for us involving West Cork teams.
1: Yeah, exactly, Dylan. And uh, I looked at uh, the Senior Age Championship. It's always very interesting when you look at uh, West Cork teams and that. And no games come more interesting from a West Cork point of view than this game on Saturday at 5 o'clock in Moores between Island Rovers and Noosestown. Kieran mentioned it a few weeks ago. This is a huge game. Both sides lost their first game. If they lose this they could be in a relegation battle pretty quickly. And when you look at Loosestown, actually, they got relegated last year. They were kind of unlucky to go down. They were in a tough group in the Premier Senior Football Championship. They didn't play Airog in the relegation playoff. Lose that. They're down. Despite getting a point on the board against Connick last year. So Loosestown aren't a bad team. But it's just that game against Airog, they didn't turn up that day. They went down to Senior A. And then against Donnie's, Aaron Mannix denies them uh, and draw in the same venue, actually, in Rossmore. So... Like Newstone will be hungry for a win there. But having said that, Newstone did get relegated in 2022. Island Rovers got relegated in 2021. And they've been on a huge decline over the last few seasons. They were very, very lucky, really, to avoid a relegation playoff in the Senior A Championship last season. And it the first day uh, this time round, they lost to Bishopstone, won 12 to 4 points. And they'll be desperate to right those wrongs. It'll be. A big one for Island Rovers to get over. You would fancy town given the players they have and the experience they had and the fact they didn't play too badly against Donny. It was just Donnie's just won an outright battle in that game. But Island Rovers, if there is fight in them, they have to go out and win this game or else they could be dragged very easily into a relegation playoff because let's not forget, after this game, it's another West Cork derby against Donnie's. And if they lose this, it could get even worse for them. So it's a huge game for Ireland and a huge game for Newstone happening this Saturday. And in the same group, Donnie's are up against Bishopstone in Banton at four o'clock on Sunday. It's a huge game for both as well. Like From a Donnie's point of view, particularly winning that game against Newstone by a point, they probably didn't produce the best performance that they could. But if they go on and beat Bishopstone, that's two wins from two and they'll be in a comfortable position to go into the next round. Of course, Bishopstone would be thinking the same thing, but it's a huge game for them. Um, for Declan and Dwyer and these players from Donny's, they have a very good team. They've very they've Fionn Hurley there, they've Mark Buckley, they've very good forwards, very good backs. They have a good team all round. They have to produce on the pitch now on Sunday against Bishopstown, own huge game in that group. And also at the senior A championship, O'Donovan Rossa, they're up against Cantork. After beating not a probably the favourites for the senior A championship in the last round. I think they'll be desperate to beat another uh Dualo not so unless I forget Cantork won their first game of the championship as well. So this is a huge game for Gene O'Donovan and his players. Like, Don- Donovan Ross have produced a very good performance the last day. David Shannon still going about. Donovan O'Codlet still doing very well up front. Sean Fitzgerald's come back from Chicago. He's doing very well at the moment. Kevin Davis is their, um, is their big talisman up front. So O'Donovan Ross definitely have the players that go on and win this game against Cantor. But this is a Cantor team that are very experienced. Like, they Beat Bantry quite comprehensively in the Premier Intermediate final last season. They played against Rathmore from Kerry in the Munster Championship. They have the likes of the Walsh brothers who are absolutely amazing for them. So this will be a very, very tough test for O'Donovan and ross But if they go on and win this after the win against Nottingham Green, that'll be absolutely huge for O'Donovan and Rasa in general. And in, even lower down in the Intermediate Championships, there is also another... West Cork Derby, between Adrigal and Gabriel Rangers in Kickle at 4pm on Sunday. This is a huge game as well because uh, Gabriel Rangers won their first game thanks to Joe Callahan scoring 2-2. They're coming up against an team that lost their first game. So if Gabriel's win this, it's going to be um, a huge win to probably get them into the knockout stages. And as well as that, it's going to be a huge game to... P- potentially put Adrigold in a relegation dogfight and to win a West Carp derby as well. They'll be pretty close to each other. Gabriels will be obviously in Carberry, in the, in the Bayer division. So they're very close to each other in a close venue in Cake. This will be a huge game and a huge fight to get the two points on the board too.
0: Yeah, just looking at at the fixtures this uh, weekend, like there's so much on the line across the board. Holly O'Sullivan in his column in this week's Southern Star says this is moving weekend and if you did not perform at the first attempt, your back is to the wall and you need to come out all guns blazing and fight for your place in the championship and quite possibly in the grade overall. So that's just a little snippet of Holly's thoughts from this week's Southern Star. That's out this Thursday. Matthew, you've done a great look ahead to the weekend as well in this week's Southern Star. We're going to take a very quick break now and we'll be back in a moment to hear from Carberry boss, Tim Buckley. The Star Sport podcast is brought to you by Access Credit Union. Access Credit Union, funding dreams for over 50 years. Now welcome back to the Star Sport Podcast. And now it's time to hear from Carberry boss Tim Buckley. I mentioned earlier on he's looking forward to defending the Tig Crowley Cup this season and he loves knockout football. His side take on Do in um the college divisional section semi-final on Thursday, the twenty-fourth. So that's Thursday week at 7 30 in Parkey Ring. Matthew, you've been chatting to him ahead of that game.
1: Yeah, it's a, going to be a big game for uh, Tim, Tim Buckley and Carver in general, obviously. As you mentioned, Derek Duhalo, they beat them in the final of the Thai Crowley Cup last season. It's going to be an absolutely colossal game. Like Duhalo, as um, Tim has mentioned and I mentioned in the chat, They've lost a good few players to Cantor and Newmarket and all them going up to Senior A. Whereas Carberry have gained some players. They've gained, obviously, Bandon getting relegated from Senior A. You have the likes of Ryan O'Donovan and Damien Gore coming into the panel. So this is going to be a huge year for Carberry to try and defend the tight Crowley Cup. But it will be a very, very tough game. Duhallo still have very good players. Mikey McAuliffe is a good one. Obviously, Donogh O'Connor still, he's into his 40s and he's still playing for Duhallo, which is absolutely incredible in his own right. But Carberry, half the players themselves, they have two Intercounty stars Saint Brian O'Driscoll and Rory Dean who played very well for Cork in starting that team for reaching the all the quarter final this year so Carberry they have their leaders they have a good team ethic they've been together for quite a long time now and Tim Buckley is building towards something good with uh, the Carberry football team here and um, yeah they're a good group of players Carberry they will do well in this championship and as you mentioned there Tim he loves knock-on football he's definitely looking forward to this challenge this is Carberry's first game in the college divisional section obviously winning it last season they went through to the semi-finals straight through to the semi-finals themselves and UCC going straight through to the last three Duhallow had to go through a group process so they'd probably have more games under their beds albeit against probably lesser opposition in Musgrave, Emo Kelly and all them teams so, like, but still, it is games under the belts, and Carberry will be wary of that, definitely. But I'm sure Carberry would have played um, challenge games behind the scenes, so it will be a big, big test for Tim Buckley to get up to the championship championship standard in its own right. And um, worth noting as well, if they beat you, hallow on the Thursday, if they go on in the on the next Sunday to play in the uh, college division final against UCC. Also a Parky Ring, so it's a huge game for Carberry, Potentially a huge week, and Tim Buckley, as you see from as you see for chat later, he's definitely looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, let's hear from Tim now.
1: So I'm delighted to be joined here by uh, Tim Buckley, the Carberry football manager. Headed their uh, football season this season, they're playing Duhallow on Thursday, the 24th of August at 7:30 p.m. in Parky Parky Ring. The winners of that game play UCC in the college division section, and the uh, winners of that college divisional section will go into the quarterfinals of the county premier senior football championship. So a big season ahead for Carbury. It's a combat it's a section they actually won last season. So they'll be hoping to do back to back this season. So Tim, how are you preparing for this season around? Like uh, going going in as favourites in a way to win the divisional college section after winning it last year. So how are the players fixed?
2: Yeah Matthew uh strange strange and different this year of course um look I suppose the what's new is 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 um interesting as well like so yeah um i suppose look the way that the competition is stacked at the winners of the cup of the tri cup from last year go straight through to the semi-finals seeded like so that brings obviously disadvantages and and advantages with it like but um yeah i should look everything that we've done this year has been gearing towards the middle end of august and um we're here now and it's time to kind of
1: get down to business when you look at the run last year, like it was an absolutely incredible run in, in general, and it, it definitely boosted the profile of the Carver Divisional side, beating Duhalo in that final last season, and eventually going to the quarterfinal where he got that experience in Park Keith to play against College. So it was a great year last year.
2: Well, yeah, like you know, like the divisions, like we we'd be unified there, like you know, like Duhalo, even the colleges there. I would say that you know our particular competition, it's all about getting traction and getting a bit of momentum and. Um, you know we were we were very lucky last year like that we came through I think it was five games you know and it gave us five different opportunities to go to the cold face like and um, you know the team the panel the, the the entire group we all grew together like you know and it was a wonderful experience like and um, we've been saying it like for years like you know that's all you know the talent is a gimme you know all the divisions including Carberry, the talent is there like it's the in into a into a club type team and then. We we got that opportunity last year, but like this year now is a new year. We've new guys in, um, you know, we've different panel, different team to play out, and uh it's certainly a different approach because we don't have the advantage of the three games that we had last year. So we pretty much had to hit the growing. But this is a competition on its own, like and you know, sometimes we forget to mention the great Ty Crowley. Like, I mean, growing up it was a great name, banded about houses and homes in West Cork and um that cup was, was, you know, bringing that cup home to West Cork last year was a very proud moment for us. And, um, you know, it, as you said, it gave us a great opportunity and to go into Parky Kiev and play against the club teams. And, um, you know, all of the divisions now will aspire to do that again this year.
1: And you mentioned the new players there. Uh, is there any new players in particular that uh, we should be keeping an eye out for this season? Well, like, you
2: you have, like, you know, I mean, we we always start off every year with a clean sheet, like, and, you know, it's one of the mentions that we've always applied you know, everybody gets a chance, no matter whether you're playing junior B, junior A, intermediate or, or, or premier intermediate. You know, everybody is entitled to a chance. Like, and um, we have, you know, like Denton, we don't know when Petty Driscoll, Cock and Cochran, they played the Cochran in the 20s this year. Like, and, you know, they, they're all a year older and, you know, you know, Lesley would have played from 17 last year, were are ineligible. And they've all got a year's football and they now as well. And, um, you know, so they'll be putting their hands up for inclusion as well.
1: And is there any inclusion for uh, Ryan Ryan O'Donovan, a particular from Barrow, is he included squad.
2: Yeah, Ryan, Ryan is having a very busy season of a dual player, you know, a farmer cock minor under 20, and um Ryan is on our panel like and he's very much um a very important part of our group, like and uh, with with so many more, you know.
1: And uh, Damien Gore in in the panel from Kimaki, is he there?
2: Yeah, Damien has had a trouble, uh, an injury um ridden kind of spring stroke summer like and He's been working very hard, like with his club Kilmacbi, and um, Damien will certainly be in our plans as well for towards the week. You know, is it
1: more attractive to play for Carberry nowadays, seeing as you won it last year? Are the players more buying into the Carberry project this season more than last season?
2: Well, I find like It's always attractive to play with a team that are winning and are successful. And as you pointed out well ago, you know, we we got exposed last year to like whatever young fella playing in in West Cork, you know, that's not playing senior with his club. You know, you get exposed to to that level of football, that level of preparation, that level of, uh, I suppose atmosphere that again brings naturally. And um, when you keep winning, you know the fun comes into it. Then again, like I me mean, for a couple of years there, like we just couldn't seem to get off the ground. But you know, thankfully that box got ticked last year. And you're dead right. It's it's now it's now a, a hotter ticket, like and a more attractive ticket. And like I don't say that way, that in a condescending way. Like it's very hard on guys like they've got a tough schedule if you can see you know the schedule that's coming up in front of a lot of our lads now for the next four or you know, three weeks but like speaking to all the players like you know players want to play um you know i suppose up to now it's going to be a bit sporadic like in terms of they've, they've trained and then they play and um but for the next three or four weeks any fellow that's involved with his club and involved with a division like carberry he certainly won't be quiet like and um that that's our biggest challenge, like not you know, to not to dwell on that too much, like but it is a serious challenge, like is getting the, the balance right for, for the lad's
1: you talk about getting the balance right. It is definitely a challenge when you think about uh, the amount of cl- uh, training that clubs do, in particular, like the Junior A championship in Carberry is actually so competitive right now. You look at even Rory Dean for Bantry Blues in the Premier Intermediate Championship after getting to the final last year. There's a lot of uh, training in that too. So, like a lot of players will be training with their clubs and then for Carberry. So, it is definitely about getting the balance right.
2: It is. Like, and then you know, you have to, you probably have to go outside the box really like when you when you start thinking about preparing a divisional side and I the number one thing I say to my entire management team like is communication is key. Like you know we have a very good group in terms of we've got some mature guys in independent as well. And um they kind of instill on the younger lads in the 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 I suppose the the, the the this probably the plus side of communicating, you know, and organizing their diary because um you know, there's so much that they have to do with the clubs, and every club in the division has aspirations about winning one thing or another. And we have to be mindful of that as well. That it's not, you know, it's not solely cavalry Like, and I find that if you combine that then, if you combine their club activities and bring them in with cavalry like in, in the proper circumstances, you can get a multitude of work done in a short period of time. And you know, luckily enough, today like we've been we've been successful in doing that.
1: And just another club that popped into the popped into the questions there. When you look at the Premier Division um clubs the Carberry clubs are there, Bandon obviously dropped in from a uh, senior A last season, they got relegated. Is there any Bandon players um stake a claim for this team this season?
2: Yeah, like we have Pepper and I guess guess as a selector with us, um involved gonna involve the goal, in the goalkeeping Judith of Caribbean, like a, a strong bend in the Caribbean. Like can you know, you've got like, some Peter Murphy there, and um, Mark Sougou. And, like, Kieran McCarthy is in this year with a snowing goal as well. So, they're floating around. But and like, Benden are just another club, again, like, that we can, you know, count on now this year. And, you know, we're very lucky, like, to have a good spread of clubs. I think we're picking from around 14 or 15 different clubs, players that have played with us throughout the, the spring and the early summer. And, you know, you kind of alluded to their goal that, um, you know, all of these players know that they, they, they want to play for Calgary if it's possible to do so. You mentioned all the clubs there
1: and uh, the great pick you have uh, of clubs. And in fairness, you look at the Premier Intermediate Championship when you look at uh, the carbury clubs and that you have Bandon, Bantry Blues. For example, you have uh, in the Intermediate A, you have Gabriel Rangers, Premier Junior, now you have St. James's. You have a very competitive carbury Junior A Championship. So it's a good headache in a way that you have loads of these players performing for these clubs, playing at a decent enough level and going to carbury in? And it's kind of hard to pick a team
2: after that. It is like again, like the key component here, Metro is, is is hard working. on when we sit down at the start of every year, like and we meet as a management team, especially we, we commit like that. when the championship begins or on, that we go to every game because uh, guys are guys are reaching peak performance at that stage, and we need to be in a position, an educated position, where we can make a decision whether a guy is on the panel making the team. Making a starting team or, or coming as a finisher. And like in essence, like you have a lot of your work done before the week of the game comes up. And um, we're facing to another weekend now. We're getting a very busy weekend, I think, where we have like something like 13 championship matches. But like Carberry will have a selector at each and every one of those games. So when we come in on the Monday night, we'll have a very informed opinion on how the players are doing. And um it, it is it's a great plus for us. And I mentioned that well ago about combining led club's activities with you and you gel it in then it's a seamless movement in from the club into the into the senior grade like and um, if a fella's going well in this club then you know more than likely he's going to put his hand up at senior level as well if that's the level that he's capable of playing at
1: you mentioned lads uh, going well for their clubs. Uh, it's not just going well for their clubs. There's two lads in particular that went very well for Cork this season. In fact, it started for the Cork team. They reached the all Ireland the quarter eventually lose to Derry. You look at Rory Dean at centre-forward for Cork. You look at Brian O'Driscoll at wing-forward. Both of them are available for selection for yourself. And they were last season. They were a key component in uh, Carberry doing so well last year. So it's brilliant in general to have them two guys in particular on top form. And it definitely provides you with some good players to look up to going into the season.
2: But yeah, like the lads, the lads are the standard bearers, like and you know, even before they got called in, like nobody was more delighted than myself to see the two lads getting the call at the end of last year's championship because they led us in fairness to them, like and um you know, when when the lads are around and the fact that they're independent, like you know, that the, the states are hiding, like and everybody knows that, like and uh, you know, from being involved with the Crocs are up playing against the best teams in the county or the country, sorry, like these fellas, their standards are very high and everybody in the group in. Will, will be aspiring to reach those standards. So, it's great. And, like, again, I'd be hoping in the end of 2023 that we might have a couple of more um, involved along with the two guys. Yeah.
1: <coughs> and when you look at uh, the sides so in, the, in the divisional college section at the moment, will you look at Duhalo and UCC? Duhalo obviously challenged you all the way last season, even... Um, like Cantorca have gone up so they're losing that club they've lost uh, clubs like um, Not Agree over the last few years as well as well as Newmarket but they're still a very good team to contend with and then you have UCC on the back of a successful Sigurdsson Cup campaign where they won the whole thing and their confidence will be up so it will be a difficult campaign to win um, uh, back-to-back uh, Divisional Colleges titles it, is, it It is a huge challenge and it's,
2: it's not a challenge that we are by any means underestimating and nobody should Um, like you've got a very very small window of opportunity the two games will be played in one week if if you come out through them, I mean you could be beaten and gone, I think we're the only we're the only team in Cork that have only one goal. at it and if we're beaten on the Thursday night that's the end of our season Uh, if uh, whoever wins that game and goes on has an opportunity then to play UCC on the Sunday but like you must remember the the reward the reward is the last six in Cork Um, and the top teams in by comparison the club teams had to fight it out in a in a four team group, like where they've got three games over maybe six or seven weeks. So the club teams probably would eat our head off for the route that we're we're being given. Um, for us it's a logistical challenge, but um it's a challenge that we've taken on before and it's a challenge we'll take on against you. But it's keyed in, like, you know, some of the points that I made a while ago about communication, preparation, diary preparation. It's 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 a very um important part of a division player's life.
1: And you mentioned actually earlier on the chat that uh, there, a disadvantage maybe for Carberry this season is there wasn't group games compared to what Duhallow have been through. Uh, this year, have you played much challenge games up until this uh, Duhallow game um, on Thursday night?
2: Well, we, we've got the boys together whenever we could, like when we played a number of games. But look, like, you know everybody will tell you like, nothing will be championship, you know, and you don't. I mean, Mike Tyson used to have a favorite saying like that. Everybody's well plan until they get a smack them out. Like but and the, the smack smacking them out in GA parlance like his champion. And um, you know, you can do as much as you want, you can train, go through the drills, but it's only when you're in that white heat that you really find out, you know, what you're about. And um, you know, we'll we'll be in Parky ring on uh, Thursday the twenty fourth, and um, you know, that'll come to pass. And you know, we can only hope that what we've done all year has been enough. Like, but we have a huge challenge. Do hello. Have been the flag bearers in in county football, in Cork football, certainly in divisional football for the last ten years. Like and um, it was a humdinger of a game last year. Like and it was you know that was one of the most enjoyable parts of last season is the game against Tohaleo, and either team could have won it on the night. We came out um winning it by sixteen points to fifteen, and um you know our season kicked on. The rest is history after that. But like it, it is it is a huge challenge. and it's certainly not one that we we're underestimating.
1: Even beating Duhallow last year, does that give the players more confidence that they can go on and win uh, beat Duhallow for the second time in two years?
2: Yeah, like I, I I felt there was a certain coming of age last year, like even with the the you know the more mature lads in the panel that maybe you know we hadn't won the Carbery for a while, and then all of a sudden like you were we at game game five like and you're beating one of the kingpins in Cork football, so the like, like self belief comes into it as well, like and. Like, we've been encouraging that as well to carry that self belief within this year. Like, and even though we don't or haven't had the opportunity to get out onto the championship pitch yet, um, we're hoping that that self belief, like, and you know, belief in that car, we are good enough to be in the last six will be good enough to carry us win win the top th- win the going and stuff like as it surely will.
1: And finally, would would that be kind of an aim for Carberry this time just get to the last six like they did last year, or possibly even get further into the competition, or is it kind of a cliche where it's taken one step at a time?
2: Absolutely one step at a time. Um, you know, like the, we would never look beyond the next game, but like looking at it from abroad, why do you feel for all the divisions? And like I'd be I'd be a, a great fan of divisional football, and I would love to see like Sabaya like Imokilli made huge efforts this year great strikes. You know, it's, it's carried down Shandu and coming back into competition. It, it, it's, it's a competition on its own. Like, And, it, you know, number one, it brings on the players because players that would normally play club games, you know, the clubs are intermediate level, senior le- or junior level, sorry. Um, it gives them two and three and four and five games at senior level. And it brings on the individual players. But it also raises the level of football in, within the divisional teams. And that competition then... You know, it's become attractive now, and I noticed there last year, you know, the crowds were getting bigger every game that we played because they had something to go and see. So, like, um, absolutely, we will take this. The Hall game is the end of our year, and that is it. Like, the, we're not looking beyond that. But on the Friday morning, we look beyond it. But as I said, well, look, oh, I'm sure there are club teams out there, like, would you know, they take my hand off for the route that we've got one week and we're, we're in the last six, and that applies to Dohala and UCC as well. So, that's going to be a massive week you know, for, for all those
1: street clubs. Definitely is, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Carberry set off their uh, campaign uh, again on the 24th of August since at 7.30pm in Parkyreen Ring against Duhalo, And uh, we're definitely looking forward, forward to it in the Southern Star office. So thanks, uh, Tim, for your time. And uh, best luck for um, the week's game against Duhalo next week. And, um, yeah, the whole Star uh, office is rooting for you.
2: Thank you, Jim.
0: The Star Sport Podcast is brought to you by Access Credit Union. Access Credit Union, funding dreams for over 50 years. Now, welcome back to the Star Sport Podcast. And now we're going to take a very quick look at this week's Southern Star Sport. If Kieran was here, he would say it's as packed as always, full of great West Cork sports stories. We're going big this week on... Barry Rose victory over Kilbrin in the Premier Junior Hurling Championship. It's the first time they've beaten uh, their rivals in a championship game in 41 years. A lot of that time was spent in different divisions, but it was a big victory nonetheless. So we have a great match report there from Tom Lyons. There's also, as I mentioned earlier, Holly O'Sullivan's inside track column. His heart says Ross, his head says Klon. You'll we'll have to read the column to hear why and to hear his thoughts on this weekend's big game. We're also looking forward to the rest of the games in the football championships across the weekend. While well, we have reports from Aaron's own and Argadine Rangers, Noosestown versus Baddy Hay, Blarney versus Corsi Rovers, Ballancolic versus Bandon, and more in the hurling. Jeremy McCarthy's taken a great look at Cork's Camogie senior final success. He's been chatting to manager Matthew Toomey about how the success came off the back of two heartbreaking final defeats. It's a great look back at the win and a long chat, a long read with Matthew Toomey there. Elsewhere, there's lots in West Cork soccer as Oh, and a Sullivan double sent liar top of the under-12 Sugars Championship. And there's also news of a clonic teenage duo who have signed for Cove Ramblers. There's bowling, there's motorsport, and there's lots, lots more, including Ibane Ladies and Kilmacabe, who lit up Croke Park on All-Ireland Finals Day. They both represented West Cork region at halftime during the LGFA finals day there. So there's plenty there and more for sports fans. So pick up your copy. It's in shops this Thursday or online via subscribe.southernstar.ie. And if you're further afield, we have that offer still going at the moment. Just head to southernstar.ie forward slash offers you can get the Southern Star on your laptop, tablet, or phone for just one euro per week for your first eight weeks. It's not to be missed. As always, thanks for listening to the Star Sport Podcast, and thanks again to our sponsors at Access Credit Union. If you've enjoyed this, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll be back again next week. Thanks for listening.